Flood Brothers Podcast, a Five Pillars of Mad Monolith production. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the first of many Blood Brothers podcasts. My name is Sim. Along with me are the new hosts of the Blood Brothers, Dilly and Aki Hussein. Welcome to the show. Your show. Yeah. Welcome to our show, Sim. Yeah. I'm glad you both are properly dressed for your first ever episode. Way to leave a first impression. Well, what did you expect me to dress like? Not like a, a Russian mobster, for starters. I just wore what That's not very nice, Sim. To work, you, you know, in America, this is how the Slavs dress. The Slavs, the, uh, uh, the people who are involved in... Some activities stuff. that may not or may or may not be legal. Well, in the UK, this is how people who are involved in sports, people who go to gym, people who also engage in those kind of activities. But good thing we don't apply racial stereotypes to uh, clothing. So. I'm just, it's not racial stereotype. I'm just saying but again, it's, you are, you are, there are certain uh, attire that is uh, attributed to certain ethnicities. I don't see what's the, yeah, what's the problem with that. I'm, I'm, I don't think uh, that's a stereotype. I'm comfortable, mate. You're right. comfortable, are you? Yeah, I'm absolutely comfortable. There's a lot of things you can be comfortable in. What I'm, un- what I'm uncomfortable about is the way you opened my- our podcast <laughs> by taking gunshots at me, bruv. I think that's the most appropriate way to open it up because that's the kind of day we've been having. Yeah. You're wearing a hat indoors, though. <laughs> yes, of course. This is how we roll in America. Oh, what, rolling down the, in the snow mountain? <laughs> the only people that wear hats indoors are babies when they're newborn. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> Touche. We... We spent about two days together, me and Dilly. I came in yesterday into the wonderful city of Bedford. Dilly was uh, an amazing host in the sense that he drove all the way down to Gatwick Airport, which is how far? Well, calm down. 95 miles. 95 miles. Uh, In in usual M25 traffic, it can take up to two and a half, three hours. But alhamdulillah, there was no traffic at all. And how long was that drive? About an hour, hour, hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes. That's unheard of. Hour, that's 40 minutes? Yeah, that's unheard of. That's Better what you team. call a result. Yeah. Wow. That's a result. I had no idea. I just thought London had one airport. That's how we Americans think. We just think that the UK has Heathrow and that's it. No one thinks about anything else. So when I had bought the tickets, that's he said... That's <laughs> As if like UK is some unknown nation. England is <laughs> well, one do. airport called Heathrow. You know what I'm really trying to... You know what's really annoying me, Sim? Chicago, oh. an airport. You know what's really annoying me? Yes. They do have an airport. Do I think they didn't come on Home Alone. Yeah. Chicago Airport yes. came on Home Alone. Yes, that was uh, Heathrow, I think, yes. No, 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 that was O'Hare. Yeah. But there's something that's really slightly just tad annoying since yes. you've been down. It's this, is, is this kind of very belittling view of that you have of England? Hold on. And I'm not one to actually be of, you know, this kind of very proud Britain. In fact... Well, you've, I'm, seen, you've seen the intro and the promo for the podcast. We, you know, okay. we're huge so, fans. So so the, let's, let's give the listeners some, some uh, preface to this. In, when I first came, I asked Dilly, Dilly, this is normal for you guys to have some tiny little glasses like this. That's normal size glass. In, in America, we don't... We don't utilize these type of glasses. We have tall glasses, showing our generousness, our hospitality. But the tap's to not, our, not, not running. It's, 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 if you need more water, the water is there. Yeah, but you have to get up and go get more. Have you seen? Have you have you seen a short? Have you have you seen uh, uh, insufficiency in my hospitality but, to you? No, no. No, no can you just answer that no, first? No, of course not. Thank you very but, much. But I would say, in general, the characteristics of British is that, at least the way Americans view them. Is that they they don't have much blood, and this is probably an explanation that, you know, they they're very, uh, let's just say, what, 
they don't seem very warm people like very warm people at least from the movies you, you just see very, they're, they're, you you know see, what? you're coming from a country that's gonna invade country well, nuke the only country in the world that's nuked another country killed millions of people and here you are talking politics. about just, let's leave politics no uh, politics american politics american politics out of it in no. terms of good nature no, american no, 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 no. You, know what you know about no. southern comfort yeah. you know about i'm not talking about the so, i was just comfort. about to say that as i'm well. talking about southern hospitality yeah we also know about the southern lynching as well mate yeah, don't come here trying to tell tell us that our glasses are too small. I'll happily get up and refill it for you. Okay. No, no. I, they, so, so this is saying. I agree with you. Thank yeah? you. Um, in you're the more reasonable. No, 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 no. There's truth in what you're saying. I mean, uh, I'll give you uh, an example that's close to home. I went and visited a friend in Glasgow, Scotland. Yes. And the people there are day and night different when it comes to hospitality, warmth. Uh, general reciprocation. Yes. Yeah. You say hello. They say hello. They make conversation with you, and it seems genuine. Yes. Uh, they do that in the north of the country, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and get warmer the north that you go. Whilst it, whilst it gets colder in weather, right? That's yeah, yeah, mad crazy. It's like, it's like, That's yes. crazy. That's so crazy. One of the things about the Blood Brothers show is that we're not going to let any Americans try come here and try to tell us how to do our biz. That's know? exactly <laughs> what I've been noticing. That yes, yeah. You don't let so, Americans and, and, tell and, you anything. And, and even then, and even reluctantly, you're pushing us to bring out certain senses of Izza over being British. And that's not even something we What's really wrong with that? Why do you feel uncomfortable defending your British... Britishness Because Britishness Is a very subjective And relative term And it's been politicised no, Well currently. on the political level Of course You know You, you don't You condemn what's right and, Or condemn what's wrong And you know Enjoying in the good And all that But in terms of Culture And your British Identity and, and the love That you've developed For your country Well you were happily Defending I don't see the contradiction In that No I was, no, I was happily Defending my shower On the size of the glasses mate. Yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, you know okay. There's a distinct difference yeah, yeah. No the point I'm trying to make Sim is I know that over in the United States, right. um, be, being a proud American or being an American Muslim, you know, it means something very distinctly different to being a British British Muslim. Or what being British means to Muslims here in the UK, I know this. Mm. This is well known, well established. I think you know that as well. No, no. Well, let, let's, the maybe the audience doesn't know that. So let, let's let's help delineate the difference. For I like the, that delineate. Yeah. Dilly. Yeah. yeah. Dilly. Did you use that? Did you do that on purpose? I did. Yeah, it's no, pretty. I'm lying. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest. That's one thing about Sim. It's very straightforward and honest. Sim card. Especially about how awesome America is. Yeah, just... Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, you've got the Mad Mom looks to do that, mate. No, no. We, we, we... Look, anyone who's been listening to the Mad Mom looks, they know we, we bash America in things that it needs to be bashed about. Foreign policy and all that. And this is why we want to work with uh, an organization such as Five Pillars... Because Five Pillars has been consistent about, you know, presenting uh, Islam as it is, um, unadulterated, without all the filters, without all, all the all the bells and whistles that are related to political correctness and everything. And uh, I thought it, was, it would be a natural fit for both of our organizations to work together. And I saw Dilly, you know, he Dilly's Dilly. I mean, we don't, Aki, you know that we can't give him... A bigger head than he already has, but he's pretty well known. He needs not, he doesn't need much of an introduction, yeah. maybe to the American audience. Uh, yeah, Dilly, yeah. For the American audience, uh, Dilly is um, well known as the Five Pillars, uh, one of the uh, UN, uh, UN Russian started Five Pillars how many years? Six years ago, was it? 2013. So that's going to be, it's actually going to be our 60th anniversary 60 uh, on the 14th of May. 
That's wonderful, man. You guys have gone a long way in we that have. six years. It's been a long journey. We've been here. Madman Looks has been around for three years, maybe a little over that, three and a half years. Um, it's been a big pain in the yeah. to start a a organization from nothing. And what we decided was like, hey, you know what? Instead of creating a whole new brand, we're going to just go ahead and uh, partner together, utilize our uh, audiences that... Uh, that uh, Five Pillars has established and Madam Looks has established and, and help grow the brand like that. And from my perspective, I always wanted UK Brothers uh, being part of the Madam Looks. We already have a strong partnership with the brothers in Australia called Boys in the Cave. And I thought it would be a natural fit to have podcasters ideologically on the same plane working together to disseminate knowledge and, and disseminate entertainment in entertaining uh how do i describe the podcast that's one infotainment of the, infotainment yeah that's a good but i love the way you just literally took our lines you just literally went and explained Bam, done yeah Boxed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah just i am a mic hog yeah you, you, he just swiftly Straight just came and came and just took our lines I did. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Game of yeah, but but there's much more. There are many more layers than that. Yeah, there's many you. more layers than that. Thanks. I just kind of gave the intro. I'm so glad that you're only hosting this episode. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Yes, this is uh, Sim passing the baton uh-huh. on to Dilly, who will or Aki, who will um, take my spot in future episodes. Inshallah. Um. So what? I mean, what else is there in terms of? the dynamic or the the uh the contrast between american and british culture um what else do you see different regarding them regarding how islam is disseminated what do you think is I, mean, just... I think it comes down to how the cultures are and personalities are in the uk and america yeah so if we go back to what you first said when you first started shafting us about British culture and how English people come across somewhat cold, yeah. not very warm, not very welcoming. Um, how would you describe the average American public when it comes to interacting with strangers? Um, they're generally a little bit, um, you know, there's zones. They have a personal zone that they feel like people shouldn't, you know, um, infringe on. I feel like Americans are a little bit protective, but they're not as distant as uh, the British people are. Mm. I feel like British people, their zone is much more bigger. Like, hey, hang on. We're not that close yet. Yeah. Why are you going in for a hug yet? Yeah. And I think a lot of that Britishness comes... I'm not talking about general... I'm I'm talking about Britain in general. I'm not talking about the Muslims and things like that or specific interactions. Please forgive me, any British people who are taking offense to this. I'm just saying, as an American... Many of our perceptions towards the British are that they they have a bigger zone of of, of um, you know my personal space. Yeah, I think that shared personality that you get in England comes through in how we interact with each other on religious things as well. Yeah, um, or certainly political. So yeah, that's what I would say. I think one of the biggest distinctions is going to be the personalities of the people. Right. So the American, the stock American personality. And shared culture and shared personality, you will see there will be a thread that runs through in how people interact on pop culture, religion, politics, food, whatever it may be. And yeah. similarly, I reckon you'll see that in British culture as well. People are just a little bit more conservative, a bit more standoffish, 
not as open and um, and they're just more politically correct. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, you know, even if you put aside these kind of, you know, cultural and characteristical, I just made that word up, uh, differences between Americans uh, and Brits, I fundamentally still see them as nations, um, criminal colonial statesmen. So it don't matter whether Brits have a very political correct, uh, you know, approach to how they build relations, or whether the Americans want to smile and hug you all the time. The point of the matter is, and you can't, you can't make that. You can't, yeah, yeah, because it's important. No, see, I think I think you're you're saying that, but I'm gonna have to push back a little bit. I think. I think certain people want us to say that. I think some certain friends of ours, people that have certain expectations no. of ours, not at all. They, they they want you to say that, but no. I feel like genuinely Look down bro. to our bone, we are we can perfectly make that distinction between the, the political level, the political aspirations of Brit- Britain and America, compared to how they are. Look, bro. Look, bro. Yeah. The point I was trying to make is. Both the United States and Great Britain have a history. Uh, they have a history of a number of shenanigans that they get up to around the world. That's the, we all agree to that. Yeah. So that's what I find. I don't think that's what no, no, but, but, but the point is, you, I, you I find about the fabric of the people. I, but the fabric of the people. Islam differentiates. Okay, no, no, we were talking. No, 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 exactly. no, 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 no. He wants to go in straight. No, Aye. no, but hold on, hold. on. Whoa, I thought we were talking about the general personality. No, no, no. no, no you just said you just said you can't make a distinction between right, the right. what's ha- happening in the, in the gonna, political I'm, sphere. I'm going to contextualize it. I'm going to contextualize. But have we? But we're going to get to the how Islam is disseminated in the both countries, those differences. Yeah, yeah but we're, that was the, the pretext. We'll to get the, to that. The point I'm trying to make is... I, I think... Whether, whether, the, whether they... You were, were basically saying, how does Islam differ amongst Muslims in the UK to Muslims in the UK? Look, America? man, whether, right. they, whether they're warm... Whether, whether a group of people are considered warm, crap, warm and welcoming, whether they're warm and welcoming, mm. or a bit more reserved and politically correct, it goes... It goes without say that it is very is these very same characteristics that make up the establishment, that make up the institutions, that make up the higher echelons of power and the structures that go on to do what they do. So I don't really care if you're smiling and you want to hug or you want to be a bit more politically correct and have right. some reservations. Yeah. As for how Islam is disseminated, mm. yes. as to da'wah and activism and all that kind of stuff in terms of Muslim communities, it's a day and night difference, mm. right? And the reason why that is, I believe... That I know there's a number of stereotypes. First of all, do you, do you accept? Do you understand my previous point that I made? I understand it to an extent, and I feel like there um, there needs to be some distinctions made between uh, some of the some of the things you said related to how the personalities shape yeah. the the government. I think, I, well, I, think, I think the question that is answered actually is even though personalities and cultures oh. may differ between. Brits and Americans They're going to do the same things they, yeah. No yeah. Don't necessarily they don't. Politically Culture. they have the same objective And they want the same end Political but ideas there's a, there's a big difference Between political ideas And how they um, uh, They trans Or you know They transform themselves Into action Or political actions there's a big distinction between that and culture and the general attitudes of, of a society. Sydney was asking a softer uh, Let's just say... Well, I'm going in harder. Because it... Because it from you well, let's just say if, if Britain was 90% American... Or sorry, Britain was 90% immigrant 
Yeah. You think it would change how British foreign policy? Absolutely. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. No, it wouldn't. Absolutely. Because the structure of the institutions in Britain require an internal internalization of the ideas of the Enlightenment, of capitalism, of Adam Smith's books. You do not rise to power until you internalize Brit- the ideas. If Britain ever became 19% um, well, this is the, well, this is the thing. I mean, there's a contradiction in the, in, in the example. If you, because to say that there'll be a 90% immigrant population... I don't think there's an Islamic it state against, established It goes against here. the idea that the theory and the philosophy of the, of the ruling state will even allow that to exist no, no so what i'm what i'm saying when i mean 90 percent immigrant so theory, what i yes, mean is right. is second third generation that meaning people of various identities have taken hold and are part of now british society it's not just plain white folk who are are in parliament and things like Bro. that what we're talking about is um, people who are second, third generation. It depends how secularized these Bro, generations have become. What I'm, what I'm saying it makes is no that difference than if they immigrant, if they, if they were are children of immigrants. But, but I believe that if Britain ever got to a state where it's ninety percent people of color, that I don't think they will be engaged in as many wars and 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 interference. Are you kidding me? I'm shocked that no, you're saying you no, would say this. No, no, but no, genuinely shocked. No, no, because this is a very important. against the fabric of. of uh, of how <laughs> of how no maybe we should scrap this no no, no, no. because because if I'm thinking to myself if Britain never gets to a point where it's ninety percent people of color or even ninety percent crazy Muslim, idea to consider exactly no it doesn't I, matter I'm thinking at that point it's become some kind of Islamic state bro you know what no I mean? no it doesn't look <laughs> we're we're talking about identities right we're talking about we're not necessarily talking about religion okay we're not talking about ninety percent Islam we're talking about uh, a, a cladoscope of different identities that have taken hold in either Britain or America. Yes, it, it doesn't matter. I okay. say, I'm yeah, saying I the in theory, yes, he's correct. As the institutions that are set up to allow people to climb to power do not allow people who are out of uh, a certain mold. They, they, they don't allow people you who have, have not internalized. But then, ninety percent of any country will never have total power over a country. So how could 90% of the population ever yield that much power over a state and its institution and its policy? They're just the masses then. I'm sorry. You're not making sense. You said... Listen to me. You said if Britain was 90% people of immigration or people of colour or people of... A multitude of identities. Yeah, yeah, but 90%. Yes. Yeah. So nine out of ten. I, would, I said it would not make a difference on foreign policy. No, no. But it, it, it would matter depending on a particular reality. Are these ninety percent fully assimilated to a particular? Yes, of course. That's what I said. I said but second, the, third the, generation. They're part of. This five they're, years ago, they're, but they're depends how secular these communities have become. Then why? Then why? Become, then if that's the case, then it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, you could be a hundred percent. Yes. Muslim. But look, I want to clarify. I want to clarify a particular point. So we so we kind of agreed in. No, you're agreeing with me. No, you're no. You're conceding that no, that I'm not con- was right. I'm not. Con- no, I'm not conceding nothing. I'm saying that you didn't. You didn't articulate yourself well enough for me to actually understand the point you were making. I articulated perfectly well. I said second, third generation. Um, you didn't say fully assimilated. You didn't say fully, fully assimilated. Why would you need to say if you're second, third generation, you are fully assimilated? Because alha- no, well, well, that's not true. Why wouldn't you? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, we've got third and fourth uh, generation British Muslims who are not assimilated. Well, maybe some, you, but majority, your, the vast that, majority that, 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 of them. This is this Americanness coming out. You stereotype. Don't apply your don't apply your paradigms and your frameworks and your realities to us. Alhamdulillah, the vast majority of Muslims in Britain, yes. Some have assimilated, 
Alhamdulillah, we have still remained firm, firm upon our identity. I would say so, for sure. Okay. That's what, that's <laughs> what, that's what's different. So, so, so you're yeah. saying, that's what's different. Okay, okay, look okay. at his smiling, he's coy. Oh, oh, stumped. I'm glad he's thinking. We've got, we've got stumped, okay. stumped mate. So you're saying, yeah. the vast majority of British Muslims, yeah. Third, fourth they generation. denounce secular liberal values, they denounce democracy. If you break it down to what they actually sure. mean, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. That's why you, you have a mayor in London. That's one guy. Okay. Uh, that's one guy. That's listen, guy. listen, bro. You give us such a specific no, no, no. example. The no, guy's gone full Trump on us. He's gone full Trump on us. In certain terms, so, in London is what? How many percentage Muslim? I what, think what, one in five or one in six. One in five Muslim. One in six. You think he got to power with, without the Muslim vote? Is no. that what you're saying? No, no, no. Do you see? Sim, you and I both know. You and I both know that there are Muslims. Many Muslims out there that, whilst they may engage with the political system or the democratic system, if you present it to them in a manner in which that look. If democracy in its asal form, in its original form, is compared to a system which has an Islamic basis, which is better? They will tell you exactly which one is better. Yeah. Come on, bro. Uh, uh, Whereas in America, uh, uh, in America, they, in America, they'll turn around and say, yeah, you know, democracy so is So let me frame this question. Let, let, let me pose a question to you. How many Muslims do you think in America um, are clear on what democracy is and what secular liberalism is? Or even what Islam is. And and it, in its relationship to relationship yeah, in, to Islam, in relationship to it being uh, prohibited in Islam, or the idea of being alien in Islam and being a problem. I don't. I think ninety. I would say ninety eight to ninety nine percent are. Are they clear. completely crystal do, clear? They they crystal clear. Do not understand the, the, the distinction. Okay. So whereas in the UK, you will find many 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 Muslims who engage the political system that say, you know what, it's not the best system. It may not be an Islamic system, but we need to engage with it given our given reality. But also, I, th- I think the percentage you gave there, almost a hundred percent, basically, almost every single Muslim doesn't really know. Right. They, it's, 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 it's positioned to them that look, this is going to be good for Muslim communities. This is going to be good for the country. Yeah. Don't you want that? Yes, I do. Vote for this person. Here's their policy, right? Sim. So similarly, same thing in the UK. A lot of Muslims, the majority of Muslims, it's not their forte. It's not their interest, and it's not really one of their priorities to understand. I think that what they're doing, yeah. they just need to be told and convinced. I think it's good. I but think, I, I, I am, I, and uh, we agree on that. But I will say that will last maybe one. To two, maybe three generations down the line, it will be fully assimilated. But, it, I, I, but that exists right now amongst people our age. What generation are we? Third. Third. third our children will be fourth. I, I beg I, to I, differ I that, that under the current edifices of the educational system and many other institutions that are in play that, that work to internalize secular liberal values among the young Muslim minds, I would beg to argue that Yes, maybe you as parents, you'll teach your kids mm. and their kids will teach a little bit. Eventually, you will assimilate. No, no, no. But the, key, the, the key issue here is that is ignorance. The ignorance will remain in the masses on the detail of it being a problem spiritually, ideologically. I want to. I want so the ignorance will all remain because yeah. that, because for the parents to be able to educate their children that look, this is what this means and this is what Islam is. This is why it's yeah. Sim, Sim, that's not going to happen. Sim, I think we had a. It didn't exist for them from their parents. I think so the ignorance will remain in the huge percentages. What we're saying is that if you were to break it down to Muslim communities or, or an individual Muslim, that look, this is why secularism, liberal ideas, democracy. This is why it's a problem with Islam. And you, and, and, and you afford the time and you have the luxury of time to explain that to them, they will have a clear 
stance on which identity they want to be with. I, de- I, I, de- I, de- I think that that can work. Maybe you're talking about the current reality, but I would, I would beg to say, I, w- I would, I would strongly argue that that will not work for the future so because because the, the institutions are in place to. make you sim, assimilate sim sim i think we have you are would you know what i mean by assimilate assimilate in your mind that secular liberalism is the solution for the future i don't think i don't think amongst muslims in britain that is a prevalent idea maybe and i'm saying i agree with you maybe in, 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 in it's in the current reality that might be true mm. but i'm saying in the future that is not true but that, we are the future we are the future I of think, our, I, I, our I, I, think, I think you're underestimating the zeal and the inclination towards of, unless you of, have of, of Muslims in the UK Muslims alhamdulillah the Muslims in the UK my dear brother and I say this with utmost humility and honesty there is a stubbornness yeah there is there is there is I like that stubbornness about you guys I, 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 I guess I guess we may get that from our I don't even want to use that term really Yeah, that the fact that we are British as well, and we kind of get that stubbornness or that mm-hmm. kind of reluctance no, to. No, I think there's not. Oh, so stu- you, not at okay. all. No, no, there, there is a stubbornness that will come as a result of shared culture I, being British. I'd say resistance. I'd call it resistance. But I think that resistance and stubbornness comes from it being embedded from a very early age that Islam is the truth. There is one God. The Prophet ﷺ is your messenger, and this is the correct religion. And that's where the stubbornness comes from. See, this is what, but I'm. I'm betting that that's more Dili and Aki Hussein's oh, experience. No. I don't think so, bro. I I, I want to know I'll, I'll, the I'll, average Joe. If I pull him on the street, I don't think so. He will whether he will understand. Okay, the average Joe would be so offended. Okay, if you the if, average if, Muslim Joe. Hey guys, you would be offended if you assumed that they didn't have the same Wait. sentiments that you that you think is exclusive to me. Watch this, really, guys. Sure, 100%. Guys, those of you who are watching this podcast, I want you guys after the after this show to go to YouTube. And go to Aira. Uh, don't hate debate. Does Islam need a reformation? I went and done a vox pox with average Muslims just walking around in London, yeah. and I asked them just basic things. Do you think the Quran is the truth, start to end? Do you think it needs changing? Da da da. It was Yani nearly consensus. The uncle, the auntie, the young, the old, the hijab, the no hijabi, all said, "Are well, you crazy?" The uncle and aunties, they're, they're but, all going to be. But they, but, they stop but they didn't stop that there, bro. I need to see look, look. it from people who have, were raised in these institutions. Okay, people who were. Raised in this education, okay. so the, pri- the, the Muslim privacy system is limited. Look, there's you no data. There's no data. There's not. There's not. There's no data for me to cite here at the moment. So again, yeah. this is a very subjective discussion. Yes, uh, and it's something that's essentially based on our limited observations and interactions with the Muslim Ummah. And I would like to think that I, in the UK, personally, have interacted with a fair amount of Muslims. I, I humbly say this. Not. The entire three million, but yeah. I've done with different groups and different backgrounds, ethnicities, um, from. But for sure, we have a sensation in our own community. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, a British, a secular ideologue, watching this right now, he will be laughing his butt off because he will think that these guys are deluding themselves if they think but that we, no, that no. if they they will they will be okay. thinking that. Given the the institutions Sim that Shala- they have Sim working Shala- for them, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Sim Shalaha do can you straight away? Huh? I just, I just finish you off like finish him off. What is it? Fatality. Yeah. You, no, no. Let me. No, finish. I'm, I'm telling no, no, you. I'm going to finish you off. So being no, no, having because I feel ha- what's happened. Muslim. I feel what's happened. I feel what's happened here, and I'll be raw with you, brother. You've come is on. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. You've come on to the Blood Brothers podcast. You've come on to the Blood Brothers podcast, and you're trying to superimpose certain things that are happening in the US to the Muslim community in the UK. Let me tell you something, brother. Policymaker after policymaker, institution after institution, um, political party after political party. What is their biggest problem with with Muslim third, fourth generation Muslims? What's their biggest problem? The stubbornness. They're not changing. 
These lot are firm. They're not changing. Like that's why. Ideas. That's why Ofsted are now targeting children as young as three and four. And Alhamdulillah, we've got protests happening in Birmingham and in Manchester and in parts of the Middle East and because we're not having it. On, and things that's you, us. on things you would think that this generation. On, on, thing, on things in the US, which is like cool, man. Yeah, on things which Americans are cool with, bro. So here, here's we don't have no Muslim girl up here, man. Alhamdulillah, we're never gonna have that. So be happy for now. I am happy for the Muslims. I don't want the degradation of Islamic values among the British Muslims. <laughs> I'm quite happy to hear this, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contrary to what, how you are trying to. Are you generally surprised, though, Sim? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Oh, we, oh, I know, oh, I'm very you, familiar with the British people, okay. especially the British Muslims. Good. And so I, I, no, no, no. Yeah. I know. I know very much where this is coming from, but I don't think you understand. Institutions of, of, of uh, disseminating secular I, ideas, I, I, and I, I think that right I, now, you, you mashallah, that's that's great that many politicians are, are sticking to their beliefs, people who have ascended to power. But no, that's not what we said. Is that, is that no, what you're saying? No, you're not no, saying no, that? no, no, no. I'm saying that no. political parties, institutions, think tanks. And the echelons of power, when they talk about Muslims in the UK, they yeah. talk about a group, a minority within the UK, who seem to have not assimilated to a particular set of secular liberal values. Others. That's, okay. the, that's the biggest thorn with our community. But that's a small thorn, is what I'm arguing. A small I'm, thorn? I'm saying even if it's a sizable bro, thorn, okay? Bro, bro, let me it's not something. enough to undermine yeah, yeah, uh, secular bro, liberal bro, values. Bro, bro, and It's not going to make a dent in bro, the establishment, bro. is what I'm when, saying. When we know that in the Islamic tradition, that Allah and His Messenger وسلم, said that amongst the Muslims, we will follow the ways of uh, the people of the book, the Jews yes. and Christians. We will follow the steps and we will make the mistakes. But what makes us unique to the Jews and Christians? That amongst our people, amongst the Ummah of the Prophet وسلم, there will always be a group or groups that will remain upon the truth. So I, when, I, when I look at the state of Muslims in the United Kingdom, I do see us as a demographic representative of Muslim minorities in the Western world, who are actually holding quite firm upon their tradition and their beliefs compared to other countries, like France so or you, like the United States, for sure. What, 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 what percentage of British Muslims do you think are, uh, let's just say, have denounced secular liberal values? But, they, but, 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 but Sim, it's never like that. No one comes out from the rooftop and says, we denounce secular liberalism. It doesn't yeah. look like that. Yeah. But one point I want to say is, generally speaking, and again... Well, let's just say, they, are, they would be reluctant to accept are, or be, be conducive to... Uh, liberal ideas. I think more Muslims would be happier and more inclined to not discuss the matter because they feel uncomfortable and the climate of fear. Climate of fear. They don't, feel, they don't feel equipped to have a lengthy conversation about it if they probed further. But the vast majority of the Muslims are socially ideas, conservative. But most of them would be like, "Look, I know what I believe. Yeah. yeah, I believe in Islam. This is madness. This is madness. But we I have to live here. I, and I don't. I don't want to live like this. I don't believe in all of this. This. This crazy. These liberal ideas. These liberal values and how people live in their relationships with their parents. With their the breakdown in well, marriage. Well, basically, utilitarianism. You know, is so. What is essentially what. It's not that different from American Muslims as well. No, Muslim, Amer- American Muslims. No, contrary to what you see from Muslim Girl and all these other, uh, no, silly, some of the silliness that you see on social media. Don't make me start they, name they, dropping. They're the, they're the minority. Don't make me start name yeah, dropping, bro. Can, I don't care about name dropping. You can name drop all the ones. We'll not name dropping. Where the Madman Luke's, where mm-hmm. the where five pillars. We don't give a bleep about mm-hmm. what about anyone's feelings. Sim. You know? except our sponsors. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> That Nike, today, yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh, what is it in America? Is it Nike? Is it Nike? I don't Nike? Know. Jeez. Where, oh. where did that come from? So yeah, what were we talking about? Sponsors. No, but what we were saying is that 
in relation in reg- in regards to some of the major things that you see on social media like Muslim girl and etc it's easy to uh, talk about Muslim girl because she's been re- recently in the news but they're a minority of Muslims Muslim Ma- girl Amina of- Wadud Wahajat Ali yes. the list is endless bro right right the list and, you, you, the, but they're, 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 they're the people who have been allowed to ascend look, look, in the secular uh, why do you imagine why do you imagine the Nawaz and Quillian Foundation now get their core support from the United States like, why do you think that is I, from my understanding, it was the British who first started? This no, 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 no. But but but, 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 but that funding is now dried up, and they're now set. They've now set base in the US, where a lot of their support, not only financial, but their ideas, are now permeating within segments of the Muslim community. Um, you know, so and why? Why is that? They find it more comfortable. They they talk about America now. The likes of Majid Nawaz, Osama Hassan, and others who are the most despised. It's fertile ground because they it's know fertile ground, ground because of the friends that they have. On the left, like Sam Harris and them, etc., they they've allowed them to have a to share the stage with them. Okay, so, so they they become the so pet you, monkeys so for afforded, those for those you, people. You've afforded us uh, the ability to clarify what we feel is the 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 the, the average Muslims kind of uh, position and inclination uh, towards Islam. What level they're at yes. spiritually? Yeah, if they were pushed to give an answer. Tell us about what you what you feel is the, what's the sensation. Can, can I just make one quickly comment? Yeah, we do possibly. Average Muslim in America. So 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 and, and I guess as episodes move on, we're gonna have to work on this chemistry between us because I know even yeah, growing yeah, up as oh, brothers, you know, yeah, you interrupt me, yeah, I interrupt yeah, you. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to make a, I just want to make a point for our viewers, especially brothers and sisters who are watching in the states. Wallahi, we love you for the sake of Allah. We do, but it's just that a lot of Muslims when we look over to the states and what's happening in the states, not only are we disgusted. We're scared, and we don't want none of that arriving on our shores. And some of it has arrived on our shores. It's coming. Yeah, it's, and we're gonna resist to it, bro. Yeah, we will mean, resist it. I hope so. We, no, no, we will resist it. Trust me. I hope so. But trust it's, me, it's because whether you like it or not, whether you're willing to admit it or not, the world looks to America for mm. direction. Yes. even it's it's youth it's just, yeah. for fashion, but, everything. But but do you, you know, know? But okay. But except this 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 whatever you're wearing right yeah. now. Yeah, listen, that needs to change. It's, it's, a, it's indeed it's classic tracksuit. Anyway, listen. The point is, America might be what the whole world looks to, but when it comes to Zui, would you agree with me? That one activism. Yeah. Where do people look to? In terms of the Western world, it's not their state. For sure, it's the UK. It's the UK. Everyone knows that. Every Islamic I will, movement I will in agree to that. So, whilst you guys may enjoy that favoritism and that kind of leadership, that when it comes to da'wah and activism, UK is is but the world's capital. Here's mate. my counter to that. Regarding mass media, we are right now seeing things like Rami being created, and that's going to be the first of many <laughs> jokes. Yeah, I'm, it's all. It's a complete abomination. People have seen our episode regarding Rami, where I started yelling. I got really heated. You didn't. Uh, you don't watch some of our episodes. Perhaps uh, the listeners will know exactly what I'm talking about. I got very upset during that show because I saw Ramadan being spat at. I, I saw the Quran recited on an episode where a man is committing zina mm. in Ramadan after picking up a sister and trying to help her from the masjid. And brought her back home uh, to her home, and then ends up sleeping with her. What's been the response so, of the Muslim community to that? Nothing. Right. You in see, America. in the UK, that just wouldn't go What's down. Well, Rami. 
It's very little. There's, there's been. I won't. I won't be completely uh, disingenuous. There has been, but some it's not. Outrage, but, 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 but nothing. Nothing yeah. to the level. I think part of the reason is because it's on Hulu, which is mm. not accessible to many people. Hulu is not subscribed so, by majority of, of Muslims. Yeah. But I think as some of these, and I encourage some of the listeners who have seen that show, compile some of the clips and, and string it together and show. Some of the defamation of Islam happening sadly, on that bro. show sadly, and, and Sim, spreading it sadly, to the world. Sim, sadly, Sim, I think even when this show becomes more apparent to the knowledge of the Muslim community, I don't think the outrage and the resistance to it will be as strong as perhaps if something even remotely got a whiff of it in the UK. Let me tell you something. In the UK, in the UK we had this program called Citizen Khan. It is nothing compared to the Hulu or what's it called, Rami show. Well, then. let me ask Come you on. this: Citizen Khan, but, th- but in that's comparison. It's, it's just. No, but, 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 but do you remember the opposition to that? Like Muslims boycott that yeah. show. Like, like Muslims don't watch Citizen Khan. Citizen Khan, very mild. Very mild. Mm-hmm. Like, comedy, comedy. Yeah, but like, even Muslims right now, we're not having like it. Comedy. We're not having it. There was a Muslim MP, I forgot her name, and even her being engaged in the establishment and the mainstream politics, even she called out and said, "This is racist, this is Islamophobic," and mm-hmm. Muslims just didn't watch Citizen Khan. Yeah. And and that was something that cannot even be compared to Rami. Do you yeah. understand? So the point I'm trying to make is no. We, no the point I'm trying to make is is that um, we're not because Rami is accessible in the UK. It's accessible in Australia. It's accessible. Yeah. People can subscribe to Hulu and obtain. But it's a show that's produced in America, right? Right, but there still needs to be some kind of, um, you know, a stand, I, some some kind of protest being I, made. I wouldn't even plug it on the show to be honest. No, of course, but we, I don't. I don't think our our listeners are the type of listeners who would uh, want to promote it or want to engage in in something that we've warned them about. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, unless you're particularly taking, you know, uh, some of those snapshots from that episode to hopefully, inshallah, let the world know about some of the defamation, some of the insults that are coming from the left at Islam. I, I, and I hope that if they do watch it, they are doing it for that it one like sole reason. Show. Who's going to be watching that madness? Yeah, there'll be some... What's the program about? What, what, anyway, no, no, it's, sometimes, it's about, sometimes people just watch it out of curiosity. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. But what I, what I was, the broader point I was trying to make was that these type of shows are going to be disseminating themselves all across the world and available on things like Netflix, Hulu, uh, Disney's new... Um, uh, channel that they're going to, or their new streaming service that they're going to be uh, rolling out soon. These kind of shows that are blatantly spitting on Islam will be absorbed by majority of the world. It doesn't matter how strong the America or the UK Muslim community is in disseminating Islam. The overall project, the overall colonial project or neo-colonial project, is that to change the way the Muslims feel about their faith, um, letting go of past traditions, the way they, they have an emotional connection to their faith. Uh, just one of the, one of the themes... I don't, think, that, I don't think we dispute that, bro. We don't dispute that the machine you're talking about. Yes. That indoctrination machine. That has billions of, of dollars of behind of it. Of course that's going to have a huge impact. Of course, but we don't even... So, the UK Muslims, despite our best intentions, yeah. all the effort, the blood, sweat, and tears I'm, that we put into all this production, it's still a drop in the bucket. But I don't so, think it's an impending doom. Okay, can I just... I don't think it's an impending... I'm not saying it's an impending doom, but I'm saying at the current rate, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we know as Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be the vanguard of his faith. He will... If he needs to, he will, he will do whatever is required to make sure that his his faith is protected. You know, everything's on the table. 
you know, in, in, in regards to preserving the faith. But I will say right now, with the billions that are being spent in producing productions like Rami, millions that are being spent in, in creating these type of productions, we don't stand a chance Sim, at the current rate. Sim, Sim, uh, if I'm correct, I beg you to don't interrupt me. Let me just say what I need to say, yeah? Go ahead. So I'm three strong characters in it, so you, sometimes it's hard to just get in there. I, this conversation, the very fact that we have... I don't know, man. The, 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 and, I'm, and I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Let, let me just get it out for you, yeah? No, I don't want to interrupt you. I didn't get a reaction. Look, we're talking about a number of different things. If you're talking about this global machine, indoctrination machine of secular liberalism, which is pumped by capitalism, and it's literally not just changing people in the Western world, it's changing the people's thinking in the whole world, including the Muslim majority world. Yeah? Right. If we're talking about a discussion of a, a, a systemic machine which is looking to change values, ideologies, and all of that, we know the answer to that. The only way to beat a machine is with another machine. Yeah. So when I talk about structural Islamophobia uh, or ideological Islamophobia in the mainstream media and all that kind of stuff, I've done many lectures on it, I've written about it extensively. I know that we can make some meaningful attempts to try counter this stuff, but it will never ever be the same as competing with the machine. Right. A machine is only defeated by a machine. Which is why we have to support things like uh, some of the initiatives, like what Erdogan has done. Uh, I mean, there's... No, Where other the way to... blood fire did Erdogan come from? Really? I'm just saying some of the work that he's he's put into pushing, you know, give, give, making sure that TRT produces yeah. shows like Arturul and things like that. Yeah, but we too also understand that the way Dilish Erturul and Peytat Abdul Hamid and these shows, the way it's perceived and understood in Turkey is not the way that the Muslim is not the way we the understand it. Yeah. yeah, we see Peytat Abdul Hamid. Right. We see these shows as oh, mashallah, you know, they're reviving Ottoman history, etc., which they are. But in Turkey. These shows amongst the very different segments of communities are interpreted in a very different way, bro. Right. I know. I've talked to people yeah. who are from Turkey that are from my work. I, I, I tell them, hey, I'm watching the, the, the circle and I'm expecting this enthusiastic response. Yeah. And, and they're cold. Yeah. They're like, wait, why are you watching that yeah, show? Because, so, because, because it, it resonates differently yeah, with it many res- different... It resonates very differently. It resonates very differently to the supporters of Fethullah Gulen. It resonates very different to AK Party supporters. It resonates very different to Turkish nationalists. It means different things to different people and I was surprised. I've been to Istanbul and Turkey five, six times and the more and more I visit and the more and more I talk about these shows to different um, segments of Turkish communities, it's as if they interpret the show completely differently. Of course, there are conservative practicing Muslims in Turkey who perceive Dilish Ertu like the way we see it, Islamic yeah. revival, yeah. unity, justice, Izza, etc. But not everyone sees it like that. I think some people do see it like that, especially the, some of the secularists. They do see it like that, and they're repulsed by it because they don't. True. They know what that is, yes, yes. and they don't want it. True, but 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 hey, but going back to the point about yeah, of course, stuff like this is and stuff we should support. But just on the point about the machinery, right. right? We can just make and try our utmost best, whether it be via Five Pillars or Mad Mumlocks or whatever respective uh, you know projects and, and and outlets that we have. Is to counter some of this stuff. We know that we were never able to compete with the machinery. Yeah. Um, so to have that discussion is a completely different discussion talking about how do we even get to a stage of even thinking about an alternative machine, an alternative ideology, an alternative worldview. Do you understand? Yes. Um, all I can say on this particular matter, because I know the whole discussion about Muslims in, the Br- Muslims in Britain, Muslims in the US, was actually born out of the fact that the Blood Brothers podcast 
is will be distinctly British yeah. for a British audience. Even though we would like the listeners of Mad Mom Looks, especially from the, the States, to tune into our podcast. And there's a, there are undeniable differences within the Muslim communities in these two countries. I think anyone who tries, uh, you know, glossing over that stuff is being dishonest, right? The point here is that Muslims in the United Kingdom, no doubt we will be affected by secular liberalism uh, through the machinery of the state, whether it be the Charity Commission, Ofsted, um, CVE policies, stuff like Prevent, etc. We know this, bro. We know this. But the point I'm trying to make is that there seems to be a more potent resistance to it. And the Muslim yeah. community are aware. Yeah. There, there is a general awareness. awareness. Yeah. There, there's resistance to CVE and, and uh, you know... The Reformation, equivalent. reformist yeah. ideas in the US? Mm, I would say there, there is still a, a good amount, a healthy amount of resistance. It's not taking over. You know, it's... Maybe the, the reforming the, the reformist... Maybe, maybe our parameters are even different. No, no. I'm, I'm even thinking... Here's what's happening in America. The reformists are changing their strategies, okay? And they're utilizing things like Rami and other other initiatives to change the way Muslims uh, understand the world and their worldview. I think they're getting more creative. I think they've, they've noticed that the Muslims are resistant towards secular liberal values, how uh, uh, just the, their, their viewpoints on various things, just in regards to Rami, like, how they view shame. The, one of the underlying premises of, of this show, Rami, was like, there's, there's this shame culture that they want to remove. Like, Because as Muslims, when you engage in this type of behavior, yeah, there's, no shame. there's, there's shame. a lot of shame. But they they kind of tossed that whole shame bucket out the window. Like, so what shame? Straight for Ramadan. What are you, living in the Middle Ages? Well, mm. what, what are you being shamed about? Yeah. They're talking about drug use in masjid. I mean, these are... Just everything under the book. I think, I think, I, I, I think in conclusion like this. to this particular segment, yeah. I think naturally we're both going to come loaded with some stereotypes and caricatures right. we have of the respective culture, uh, personality, level of spirituality and awareness, political awareness, and the impact it's going to have on the Islamic identity for us with American Muslims and yourself with, with British Muslims uh, because we're not living amongst them. Right. Yeah. So obviously, naturally, we will have a better sensation, a better idea of what the stock level is of the Muslim community's awareness of this political onslaught on trying to indoctrinate and change and, and, and break this resistance, this spiritual yeah. resistance, and, um, and for future generations to become more liberal, more systemized. I, 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 and further Sim, can ask you, can, Sim, can I ask you a question? Oh, but, yeah, sorry, but, sorry. But, but what I think, you spoke about 20 minutes before, what I think here oh, is... Um, what was that? What was that? <laughs> he was a strong... Stupid. That was a... No, you no, put no, some arms into you, that. You, you're going to cut me off. Like, you, okay, all right, cool. Okay, carry on, carry on. We're going to have to work on this mojo, Zoe. Yeah, so, um, so what, what, what I feel is that we're not disputing or denying that there is going to be a huge as it is now and it will continue to be uh, effort in trying to change future generations of mm. Muslims I think religion in general you know, the role that religion plays in people's lives in general but of course Muslims more so um, we're not denying that yeah. that's in full function in full operation and it will get even worse and it will become heavier in both countries in both countries um, in the whole world in, even in Pakistan even in the Muslim world yeah, yeah even in, the Muslim in, world in bro. the Middle East big yeah. time in, in different degrees yeah of course um because there are different levels, there, yeah. there are different stages mm, yeah. of, of, of influencing. Um, 
But what we're trying to say is that we have a good understanding of, what we feel we have a good understanding of uh, the Muslim population, the, the, the average Muslim, and um, the inclination towards Islam and holding on to the identity is strong. There is a genuine fear. I, I hope that's true. There's a strong fear. But can I ask I, you a question? I, I, I will genuinely. I, I, beg, I beg to disagree. We'll, we'll have to disagree on this point. Because I'm saying. I'm, I, I hope I want to ask you one question. And, I, and I'm. Sim, I mean, I mean even you saying, what I said? Yeah. In the, the current reality, I'm saying in the current reality, you, you are correct, okay? But I'm saying it's not going to hold up in the future. The future. But, but we can't be Mystic Megs on this show, though. No, because I. You, you know who Mystic Meg is, by the way? It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a Mystic Meg to understand how who state is? institutions implement ideas and. and uh, it's worked for us in the past as Muslims spread their faith and established their institutions and allowed the indigenous populations of those those countries I think to absorb Islam. I think you're just getting bare defensive about something I think deep in your heart you already know about the state of the Muslims in America, bro. No, I think... I think Whether it's Islam in America, in Australia... Or <laughs> try to keep a straight face for three seconds if I'm not telling you, the truth. I guarantee you... Try to keep a straight face for three seconds if I'm not telling the truth. One, two... What? Okay. What I'm what I'm trying to establish is that Did he smile? His face changed completely. Go on. I'm trying to establish the fact that state run institutions state run institutions cannot will always win out in respect to whatever kind of tarbiyad is being implemented in in private institutions, private schools. I guarantee you, we'll vast try. majority we'll of try. vast we'll try. majority. Well, what do you want us to do, bro? I would guarantee you we would right on, now we'll and tell you that. British Muslim children know British history better than Islamic history. Is that not a fact? How do they know Eva? Bro, that's the thing, Sim. You're asking some. Sim, can, Sim, 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 Brit- you, you, Sim, are you saying that British Sim, mu- young Sim. young British children right now Sim. being raised in British institutions, do they know Islamic history better than British history? Sim, my dear brother. No. Okay. Of course, and that's my case in point. But the institutions. That's, that's not your case in point. That's not your case in point. My, my point is, is that these institutions Sim, are serve to internalize these values. Sim, do you know what? Do you know what I feel? Yes. I feel again, and again, he ain't like this. The way you're going on is actually reflective of the mindset of many Muslims in America. You think it's all doom and gloom. We're seeing it as bring it on. Yeah. Bring it I'm on. I'm not saying it. I'm not bring saying it's all doom and gloom. It is. You think it's all doom and gloom. I'm saying... That sounded like doom and gloom to me. Yeah. You're basically saying that's, that's it. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. It's I reflective think. of your mindset. Do I think it is, bro? Maybe. 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 You know that. I think we're at different stages. Not you personally. Not you, yeah, yeah. Not you personally, but I think the fear and the anticipation of what's going to happen to the Muslim community and the Muslim population in America, I think the people that are involved, the, the, those who are in art, scholars, you know this activists, sim. you know this sim. Maybe, maybe in I am. I am not calling for doom and gloom. I'm saying we need it a, seems a like radical it. shift in the way we look at how secular institutions are. We don't deny disseminating that, these we ideas, don't deny and, we don't and deny I don't that. think we see the. In, the gravity of the effect. Akhi, I'm telling you that it's well, a big... Bro, it, I don't think... The answer is, yes. It's happening. Yes, it's happening. It's yeah. coming. We're not scared. That's what we're saying. You might not be scared. I'm telling you now that within the Muslim communities in Britain, Alhamdulillah, look, people who are going to be watching this, you know Dili Hussain. You know five pillars. We know that within the Muslim community, and look, I'm talking to him directly, you know... That within Muslim communities, there is great resistance to things which don't go down well with us. 
there is a general fear. Of Trust me, yes, I, 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 I we, saw, we saw your interview with, with on on to the Today Show. Well, okay, but, but, but well, we're not, we're not talking about specifically no, that. Man, no, there's, man. If you think you think they're going to stop at that, you, you think they're, they're going to stay? Oh, Muslims, they're resistant to secular liberal just, ideas. You, you think you, you think that, that that's going to be the end of it? I think the Brits are going to be watching this. They will think about new creative ideas on how to. Deny this though. The point I'm trying to make is the Brits who are going to be watching this, inshallah, they're going to be like, bro, the thing is they're agreeing on the reality, but they seem to be differing on attitude of approaching that reality. That's what it is. That's, yeah. that's what it is. I'm not denying anything that you're saying, bro. Okay. There is a global agenda, especially against Islam and Muslims, to secularize us, to liberalize, and essentially to abandon our deen. Right. Let's, let's make that abundantly clear. Okay, we and, agree to that. And, yeah, and we the both overwhelming agree. majority of Muslims that are mature are aware yeah. that it exists. I'm a... Glad you finally agreed to me. <laughs> no, just a, you weren't you weren't clear. No, is, that's exactly what no, I've been no, saying. No, no. You finally figured out the right way. No, no, no. You finally figured out the right way to articulate your points. Do you see what the word he used? He screamed at the very fact that I made the point about him not being articulate earlier. I'm so glad you're only chairing no. this episode. You, yeah. Yeah. You're me and Sim. Yeah. We've had a lot of beef today. We've had a lot of beef today. So, so, so don't mind this. But I want to make sure. Look, at, he knows it. He, knows, he said that point about articulation because I said it earlier. Yeah, yeah. This guy. Go on. Go on. Go on. What, are you, what are you going to say? Look, bro. No one denies that there is a global agenda, right, to secularize and liberalize Islam and Muslims, right? Yes. Because essentially, we, whether people like it or not, and I'm not playing this whole Munition, Huntingdon, us and them clash of civilizations. The point is. That Islam as a worldview is the only viable alternative which exists and actually threatens the existing status quo. We know this, bro. That's why the concerted efforts targeted at our deen and our people is so blatant, is so sophisticated, is so overwhelming. It's relentless. Is that the way Sim has approached this situation, whether you feel that I was articulate enough or not, is that you? It seems to be all doom and gloom, and like, oh my days, this is happening. Or That's what I'm Dubai. saying. I feel we're in different stages. Whereas we're telling you that we know this is happening. Muslims, that you can know it's happening, and we're just saying, hey, let it come. We'll deal with it in the way that we've protested many of these things and we've resisted many of these things. Yes, there'll be a number of Muslims that will get lost in the cause and will accept these things. But generally speaking, Muslim communities of different ethnic, racial, um, uh, even sectarian, theological, madhabi backgrounds, they are. Relatively and quite firm. I think both stuff. communities are anxious. There is a level of anxiety. Um, I'm talking about American Muslims, British Muslims. There is an anxiety. Islamophobia, and racism, and all of that and stuff. And there is a fear, of course, because look, when there's attacks on Muslim women, men, children, elders in America, it's happening in the UK as well. Yeah, bro. So that, that creates fear and it, and, it, and it carries on for a period of time. Social media, videos go viral, police beating up X, Y, and Z, and, and terrible things happening. Yeah. So of course there's an anxiety, of course there's a fear, and and of course that exists, and it has existed for years. It has existed for years. So of course parents are aware that the children will be targeted by this. Many parents are aware, especially now we have fewer around uh, sex and relationship education, um, around how Islam is, and, and really central ideas around relationships and these things that are uh, kept private, especially for the young and truly for all, um, in a Muslim home. Parents are aware of this and how schools are trying to integrate this um, and how that is an angle in which Islam is being uh, targeted as well and reformed. So yes, both communities are aware that there is a pressure that there is, and they are being targeted ideologically. But I feel as if the attitude is different. Definitely. The attitude seems to Definitely. be one of overwhelming fear 
amongst those who are active and really, really engaged in what's happening politically. So, uh, Muslim activists, scholars, du'at, and, and, and others, students of knowledge. And even, and even general community leaders. Sure, and community parents. Yeah, even. Community leaders. Parents, even. And, and people who are active in the community, who are aware. If you have the knowledge, if you're not ignorant on what's happening, I think the attitude seems to be one of fear. And, and one of fear and, and don't know what to do, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the UK, I think it's a little bit different. I think the fear and the anxiety is there because... You, Naturally, it's there. Of course there, it's you're, there. You're, you're not living. Of course it's there. And you're not observing what's happening. But I think, like Dilly said, when it comes to... Um, where is the direction and the inspiration when it comes to um, Muslim activists, students of knowledge, speakers, um, and, and Islamic knowledge in general? And the personalities are mostly in the UK. And, and they are the bigger influences when it comes to Islamic activism. And, we, and, and, and alhamdulillah, we are blessed yeah. that we have people like that. That strengthen the attitude. They give us positive attitude. That's why, bro. That's that's why, bro. We're gonna have to wrap up on that point. We're gonna have to wrap up. No, but let's move on to something else because I want to talk a little bit about YouTube. Sure. And and why this episode? This sorry, not this episode, but the Blood Brothers in itself, in terms of Dilly and Aki. 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 That's it. Aki. Sorry, it's kind of new. It's fine. Dilly just made it awkward. It's cool, it's cool. Kind of, he always makes things awkward I mean, for He's us. hating on how you said my name. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'm good with it. So he's a horrible individual. And <laughs> I'm glad the cameras are watching. Aki, go on. They're, yeah, they're yeah. getting to know. Aki. So let, let's, let the listeners know a little bit about the interplay. Why? Uh, I know we, we kind of had a lot of discussion before having this first episode talking about the interplay that you and Aki have. And I want the listeners... <laughs> you're so you're, you're conscious about how you say his name now, isn't it? <laughs> you're conscious about how you say his name well, now, isn't yeah. it? No, it's cool. Did I say it wrong? No, no, it's no, cool. You said it exactly how I said. Okay, carry on, yalla. You Completely ruined my flow. Welcome bro. to the Blood Brothers podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah, so this is it. Yeah, so <laughs> let, let the listeners know a little bit about Aki. Okay. And Dilly. Yeah. So di- everyone knows Dilly. So look, I mean, many people know who Dilly. People are clued up on who Dilly is. Are they? Are they? The mic. Look, look into the camera. My Tell name him. is Aki Hussein. Really good that formal about yeah. it. Oh my god. Are you gonna be that formal about it? I'll switch it up. How are you gonna interrupt my intro? Go ahead, do it. Aki. Um for work I'm, I'm a physiotherapist, but I like to think that I I'm trying to be active in the Muslim community and uh, and pass somewhat as a da'i. Um me and my brother speak about so many things every single day. And when it comes to the inspiration and behind the podcast itself. And I think it's the idea of when we're talking, it could be a combination of complete-ish, but also there's good content and there's good ideas that we're sharing with each other and discussing, sometimes in great depth. And um, it's fun when you engage in that conversation. And when sometimes people are involved, whether it's friends or public, relatives, um, they enjoy hearing us talk and getting involved in the conversation as well. So yeah. we were like, hey, why not make it a thing? Yeah. Put it out there. And inshallah, you know, people can benefit. But yeah, can, I'm, a, I, I'm a physio. Can, I'm 28. Can I say something um, about my I, name, brother? I, 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 I've been in the da'wah for some time now. Um, and I wanted to do some work with my brother and, um, and, and, and really get deep on some really, yeah. really pressing issues because you know they're going to be coming up every single day. You don't get to talk. But I want to talk about him. Why, why is it whenever you hear... But, you, you need to but, but I want to talk about my brother. Okay, go ahead. Is that allowed? 
Well, you're interrupting your brother talking about him. But okay. But look, for those of you who know me, who follow my works and stuff, right? I just want to let you guys in on something. My brother Aki was giving, he was public speaking. He was giving khutbahs. He was giving talks to the communities and communities up and down the country way before I even came into the scenes. Alhamdulillah. And I'll even say, even though he's three years younger than me, he's my little brother and the youngest of six siblings. Uh, he's like my best mate And I love him to bits Right And I actually all He's You know when people say What's, Who's your favourite speaker You know we always had the Who's your favourite speaker bro yeah. One of my favourite speakers Was my little brother mm. and, and I mean that With the utmost sincerity I don't want to blow uh-huh. his trumpet I don't want to blow his I don't want to throw he, doubt On his face He does have a heart No no, no I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying not to throw doubt On his face But the point is That he used to help me prepare Before Not anymore he doesn't Well he does kind of But he used to help me prepare Big fish now isn't it Yeah you know He used to help me Astaghfirullah He used to help me Prepare for interviews, uh, shows, a lot of the early Islam channel stuff, mm-hmm. um, even my first university lectures, even, and, I, and I'll be honest with you, this is an admission, even how to open certain talks with du'as and certain things, he used to help me with this stuff, wow. to help me help my nerves. So, in all honesty, the whole inspiration behind Blood Brothers was actually Aki. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. He's, so, what... what Remember when we were talking a little bit about how we're going to make Blood Brothers different? And Dilly here is like, we're going to bring on entertainers. We're going to bring on comedians. We're going to bring on every type of person that you... There wouldn't be a podcast like this in the world. I'm like, tell me more, really. So I'm like, Dilly, you do realize the Mad Mokes have been doing exactly what you're trying to say and trying to articulate. And, And he's like, oh, no, no, you guys are much more intellectual. If I can be honest with you, Sim... You guys, you guys have, have you guys have, are much more intellectual in, in your discourse. It's, it's, it's much it's more serious. serious. Yeah, serious. So I'm like, oh, Dilly, what? What? Hey, he slipped in. <laughs> he slipped in his uncle. Made a compliment. You, <laughs> he made a compliment. You know, I've never seen. So, you know, well, like, so, 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 so. I said, hey, Dilly, what episodes have you heard? Well, I've heard three. You know, the one with uh, Ustad Gilan. And uh, what was the other one? Hamza Zulsis. Hamza Zulsis. Daniel Hakikato. Daniel Hakikato. And I'm like, okay, you know, Dilly, you only heard three episodes of the Mad Mamluks, and you're completely labeled the Mad Mamluks as dry, boring. Podcast. I didn't say that. I mean, well, what, oh. you didn't want to say that, Grab but that's, you know, under, oh my a, I sense an undercurrent Simi of. Sim, you know what? I've seen a different side of you today, bro. <laughs> Wallahi, as per the hadith, you get to know someone when you travel with them and you live with them. Bro, it's been 48 hours. And I've seen, awesome. I've seen signs of you. He conceded yesterday, and you know what? Actually, you're right. My opinions formed on the three that I watched. And here he's. Hadouken. 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 Just taking me out, bro. I sense an undercurrent of, you know, you kind of. Um, we're going to do something completely amazing, and you ha- I'm just going to blow your mind. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. Donald Trump here okay. uh, is. is Wants to do something, something no one's ever thought of. Let's tell me more. Just, 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 just two very quick things. Yeah, yeah? I think I was unfair. A lot of credit for the for this Blood Brothers is also you, Sim. Thank you. Allah, because Sim, Sim was the one who was also been doing my head in about a show uh, for a number of months. Yeah. Uh, and Alhamdulillah, you even sent out some equipment to me all the way from yeah. the states, and it was piling dust in my back room and I was feeling so guilty because I didn't actually get up and do it. So, Zakhlaq to both of you. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah, honestly. Well, um, but listen, man, it, you know, you, you were an inspiration when you first started Five Pillars and uh, you know, I'm like, who's this Dilly Hussein cat who started this Five Pillars idea? Well, the first, and like, first of all, what kind of name is Dilly? Is he oh, one of us? 
And is he even one of us? I mean, like maybe he's a spy. You know, who knows? In these days, you know. My name is Dilawar Hussein, Muhammad Dilawar Hussein, and the teachers called me Dilly since I was young. Well, that's what your local establishment people know in Bedford. But oh my days! But the rest of the world is like, who's this Dilly character? You know, not. Well. And how do you get a name like Dilly? So I'm glad you just explained that. Uh, yeah. yeah. At some point, we need to talk on one of the episodes um, about that night. Five pillars picked up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, five pillars essentially. That was a wild night. Basically, five pillars was born out of the Woolwich attacks. What's a Woolwich attack? Woolwich attacks was when Fusilier Lee Rigby, who was a British soldier, uh, was killed. He was murdered uh, by two Muslims. Oh, um, he was the one who was standing guard. Was he at, outside like the Queen's Gate or something like that? No, no, but no, no, no but he, 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 no, but he was someone who he was someone who served in Afghanistan. Oh, he was in the, he, he was in the UK and then two Muslims, Michael Adabalaja and Michael Adabawale, um, they murdered him. Um, and that story broke and Five Pillars were one of the first outlets to jump on that story. I barely had a working laptop. Me and Aki were sharing a, a, a room. I was not married at the time and literally I didn't I still even, have that laptop. Yeah, and, and the, the laptop. It's a viable. The laptop. It's obsolete now. The laptop. The laptop. <laughs> so what? It's only viable. Oh, wow. Yeah. The laptop charger wasn't even working and I, I was it's running. It's a great foot to do. And... Uh, me and Roshan covered the story up to date as fast as and as quick as the mainstream media. That's crazy. And, and Five Pillars was born from that event. That's amazing. Uh, and, we had, I, and we shared a bedroom then, and it was all popping off there. Laptop come to think floor. of that's that's that might be how I found out about Five Pillars mm. as well. 2013, May, when the Woolwich attack happened, uh, as one brother, as one brother quite unsavorily, again, I'm making up words, mm. is that so basically Five Pillars made a killing out of a murder. Um, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think that was... Yeah, that deep, uh, yeah, it wasn't exactly quite politically correct of what he said, but it, it, it was true. It makes a good headline. It was, it was true in the sense that Five Pillars, essentially, the, 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 the tramp, is it trampoline? Or, or, or you know, the, the jump was from the Woolwich attack. Springboard. The springboard. Yeah, I mean, that happens with many um, <laughs> efforts, you know. What? Because it's saying, trampoline. He said, he said the, the, it was a springboard. Yeah, springboard. It is yeah, trampoline. He said, he said the trampoline. <laughs> trampoline. Oh, no. I got it through the office. Well, look, I'm glad you, you caught know, that. Again. The, the the reason why so so that's where five pillars of madness was born from. Yeah, it yeah. Was from that incident yeah, yeah. In, in a shared bedroom that we had on the last was, was barely it was a, working. It was a crazy night. But with regards to why the Blood Brothers will be unique, is because unlike other Muslim podcasts that are doing fantastic work that are currently out there, whether they be in the US or in Australia or in the UK. Oh, what a political yeah? savvy guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is that you've created a brand to be known for certain things, right? And, and, I, and I'll say by names. We've got our era's rerouted. We've got the Ilmfeed podcast. Um, our good brothers at Sun Twenty One C have also began a podcast. We've got Smile to Journal. Right, so right, 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 right. so we got all of these guys. We've got all these competitors. Yeah, I wouldn't call them as competitors. I'm just joking. I'm not, I'm not, I love Smile to Journal, guy. I have to meet him. He's a legend. Wallah, this guy's a legend. My love, best. My kids love him. I mean, I mean, he's a ledge. Everyone's doing fantastic work in their respective areas, and they've kind of created a, a brand for themselves. And you know, when you go to particular podcasts, you kind of know what you're expecting there. Yeah. You're not going to get that with Blood Brothers. You're not going to get that. One day we might have an alim. One day we might have an activist. One may one day we may have an uh, uh, Instagram influencer, a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may have some household names which the British Muslim audience are fully aware of. We will have a, a diversity and a variety uh, of guests. And you're probably thinking, "Hey, hold up, man! 
we've had these kind of different uh, diversity of guests, but the point here is these uh, are these are going to be uniquely. British. Unique to Britain, yeah. And many of our American listeners have no idea who I we're don't talking th- about, and that's fine. And and, and I'm I'm hoping some of our I American s- listeners get uh, receive I some s- kind of um, inspiration. Uh, not necessarily inspiration, but maybe benefit. They're entertained by seeing some of their yeah, cousins we, across. We, the- oh, inshallah, you know, look, we, we hope. Look, entertainment is a big thing for us, and it's a big thing for many people when it comes to um, receiving information. Yes, and being educated. Entertainment isn't exclusive just for social media and just for media-based information. You need entertainment when you are just get educating yourself in a regular way, whether it's going to school, university. Teachers need to have an awareness themselves as well that they can't be boring. No. Otherwise, kids will talk, they'll start throwing things at each other, they'll pull out their phones, they'll start doing things. So entertainment doesn't literally just mean that we're doing madness. It's the style, the man in which... We engage with our guests, mm. the questions we ask, the type of guests that we bring in, and why. You know, obviously, the guests we're going to bring in is going to shape the kind of subject we're going to discuss. Absolutely. And that's why we want to have a, a huge, a diverse range of guests from the Muslim community and non-Muslim community as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we want to cast a net far and wide on the subjects we want to address. So that eventually people, the identity they get from Blood Brothers is that you've got two brothers who are characters that have covered so many subjects... That if you were to just press play and just hear show after show after show after show, you would have heard a lot of things and you would have picked up a lot of stuff and you'd understand to a good level what's going on. Look, yeah. in the UK, look the sure. look the thing is, yeah, I know that some of the guests that we've got in mind who have already said yes to us, none of the other Muslim podcasts out there will ever invite them onto their show simply because it doesn't fall within their brand or within their objectives of da'wah or, 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 or profile, you know what I mean? Whereas we accept the fact that the Muslim community is not one homogenous community. There's a lot of diversity in there. There's a lot of influences in there. And it's not just restricted to ulama, du'at and activists. The Muslim community is far greater and it, and it transcends beyond these three very common figures that appear... In, in, in podcasts, uh, including academics as well. You know, our community it consists of, as I mentioned already, you know, you know, makeup artists, uh, you know, uh, you know, fashionistas and and, and, com- and comedians and, and, and rappers and, and, and aspiring artists. Some of the stuff that they do is not necessarily endorsed. It seems quite not. controversial. The majority of the influences on the Muslim community, especially for the younger Muslim community, younger Muslim population, are not scholars. Yes. They're not public speakers. Yes. They're not they're not people who are uh, Muslim activists and people who are students of knowledge. The, the influences are social media influences and people that would not ordinarily be invited, wouldn't be invited at all, like Dini said, because they don't fit the profile of a Islamic Muslim flavoured podcast. Right. Yeah. Or show. So that doesn't make sense Because they're part of the ummah That doesn't make sense yeah. Not only are they a brother or a sister But the point is that these people Have a role to play They yeah. already add value And are huge In influencing the Muslim community yeah. And I'm going to play a huge role In shaping the Muslim community Moving forward Especially in light of the things They're talking about yeah. earlier. And one very quick thing I want to also so add So you're is, missing a trick If you don't speak Yeah to and, 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 We yeah. want to speak to them And we want them To speak to us Because we're going to share ideas And they're going to say things that we're hearing from a perspective and from a depth that we've not really been able to and go into. And also they're going to speak to people who will definitely identify themselves as orthodox, conservative Muslims. 
but probably not in the way that they view what a conservative Orthodox Muslim probably is. And also, just as a quick counter, I know some may be thinking, why would you give certain individuals whose activities and careers are either controversial or frowned upon and even Islamically questionable, why would you invite them onto your podcast and give them legitimacy and access to why your would audience? Why you give them a platform? Well, that's bi- the biggest... No, 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 because, and I'll tell you exactly yeah, that's why. that's the biggest criticism I get whenever I bring on a okay. controversial person. Okay. Like, uh, it's a, Fitna. Yeah. <laughs> That was a mad episode. I watched that episode. Oh, you did. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, mad. Yeah. I even I even asked you why you brought them on. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but yeah, so it's a little bit hypocritical. Don't you it is. You asking it, that? it is. It is. But but I, it, but we don't have those degrees here. Again, it's, it's it's a disparity in what's regarded as controversial in the US. And what's I beg to differ. I've seen you're not as active on Twitter as I. But look, the point is, the point is, we're going to invite them on because they're part of the Muslim community. Uh, they represent a particular mindset and a particular trend within the Muslim community. They're not going to get an easy ride here. But at the same time, they're part of this community. They, they're they part of the reflection of the state of the Ummah in the UK. Yeah. Um, you so can't yeah, be no nuanced unless you understand and at least expose yourself to other people's views. And, yes. and also, it's impossible. And, and, and no, also, here's, here's, the main, here's the challenge that you're going to have. Go on then. When you genuinely disagree with someone, yeah. will you be able to say it because that's the most difficult part of being a podcaster or in terms of inviting a guest to your house or your studio or what have you you're bringing them you're offering the best of hospitality but then being able to disagree with them on fundamental issues that's the main challenge. We're how do you, how do you, we're expecting a lot of disagreements. Yeah. But um, how will you? Here, here's a. When you when you fundamentally disagree with someone, and you delegitimize their brand, because essentially what what is everyone on social media? All those names you mentioned earlier related to UK social media. All these people are, are brands, and you're you're in effect delegitimizing their effort. Or undermining their effort. How do you convey that? Again, that's you can either see it as an attempt at delegitimizing their brand or their activities, or you can see it as an opportunity to explain yourself mm-hmm. and how you think that this is something which is acceptable, something which is essentially halal or permissible, and it's an opportunity for you to explain yourself. Yeah, I think right. It's, I think it's but more, as as you saw, I think it's the, more normal yeah. and reasonable for anyone to expect if they invited as guests. That I'm going to disagree with this person. Yeah, and there's yeah. going to be some level. It seems far more far fetched to think I've just been invited as a guest onto a podcast. I think the likely thing is going to be we're going to agree on everything. Yeah, you know? and that, that seems that's not going to. And look, naturally, people are going to so, do their research. And then here's also the challenge: you can't just invite the guest and not let them know that. You know, you know, you're you're going to experience some kind of pushback on certain issues. Well, look, you can't you can't just say like, hey, we're going to be having a podcast and. You know, essentially, both uh, patting each other on the back, and you can't have that kind of engagement. No, that's that. that's, that's, that's dishonesty. That. You know, you have to you have to tell them straight up, like, hey, you know, we're gonna just talk about what we're doing and what you're doing, yeah. and and uh, um, possibly ask questions that. See me, bro. If we wanted that, yeah. If we if we were seeking some type of uh, podcast where we were just going to bring guests on and just share niceties oh. and discuss subjects that we're eventually gonna agree on in a really easy way without any type yeah. of combat um, we just wouldn't do it then we wouldn't be we wouldn't be hoping to get an array of guests yes mm-hmm. having an array of guests from different backgrounds doing different things 
and with different ideas, which is open to the people that follow them as personalities already. I yeah. think it's also yeah. very important. Is that is that we're expecting to have some a lot of differences, yes. um, a lot of disagreements, and you know some really healthy but mature and entertaining combat discussion. Sure. And I, I think it's also important with regards to how you articulate that word again, remember mm. Simi, yeah? How you articulate your disagreements and how you couch the language in a term which is, they don't feel disrespected, yes. right? And look, I disagree with you. I may disagree, disagree with you on a major thing, on a major way. But the way I present my disagreements to you or the way I question the legitimacy of something that you're doing, so as long as it's couched in a language and, and, and articulated in a manner which doesn't seem disrespectful I think we can have that discussion and if you're going about respect yeah, respect yeah, is so important yeah, it, and that is something that should be it's an expectation especially when you're a guest mm. and you're going to be you're going to be asked questions and you're already anticipating you're going to be asked questions about things that you know you might everyone's got course, something they don't yeah. want to be asked about in too much detail yes um, but for sure um you have an expectation that you would be given respect, and and, and you extend and, that. And, and sometimes, sure. you know, you have to be prepared as as podcasters, future podcasters, that despite your best articulation, that you did your damnedest to be nice as well. That there's going to be fans of Dilly Hussein who say Dilly sold out. He didn't hit them hard enough. I get he should have buried them. Yeah, and that's some some of the, the feedback you know I got after you know our controversial episodes, at least the one recently. Mm. Um, that oh, you know, you should you could have buried them. I know full well I could have buried them in in certain arguments, but that wasn't the point. The point was to build engagement, to understand each other a little bit better, and some that's something that's going to be a challenge for you guys as well. That you know, there's going to be people. There's meatheads on both sides of the spectrum. Right? Look, look, I mean, I mean, I mean, I already get that, Sim. I, I mean, even with my most recent uh, interview uh, with Piers Morgan, the great uh, Good Morning Britain show, you know, Alhamdulillah, I had a lot of people who commended me and gave me constructive feedback. There were loads of people that were very brutal in their feedback. And Alhamdulillah, rightly so. And I'm happy that there's people who follow my work that are able to advise me. Because yes. sometimes you need that, yeah? But, and this is a very important but, yeah? This is a podcast which essentially would be infotainment, right? There will be questions, there'll be difficult discussions, but we're not here to offend and hurt people, no. yeah? We're not here about that, yeah? Because if we bring on certain guests that are engaged in certain activities or industries or, 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 their, or the styles in we which they present... Material themselves, out there that is yeah? accessible exactly. to people to know. And, and, and quite, frankly, quite frankly, even those who have already said yes to us, they know... Again, they'll not, they'll Google Dili Hussein. Who is this Dili Hussein guy? And they'll see my ask because they see my. They're like, oh, okay, so this is how he rolls. So they'll know that they're coming onto this show, yeah. and there's an expectation that he will ask me about certain things. If that's the case that they're concerned, with, then they'll either say no to me or no to coming onto the show, um, or they'll uh, pull it on the last day. And I wish I hope they don't do. But the point here is. We need to be able to have a mature discussion, yeah. uh, and and even the whole concept of grilling yeah. needs to be done in a way in which yeah, no one look. There's there's only a, a few Mehdi Hassans that can operate the way they do because and people who do agree to that kind of a format they hey, know man. exactly what they're getting into. Hey man, listen, look, why did you have to mention Mehdi Hassan for what? you? Don't like him? No, I like him. I mean, you know, and, and, and there's a great respect for him because he was the one that initially brought me into Harvard Post UK. But you have there's a very important thing about 
Mehdi Hassan that needs to be known to the people. Mehdi Hassan, as great and celebrated as he is, there's no real grassroots connection between him and the Muslim community. Right. Right. So, for example, he can bring an alim, he can bring a student of knowledge, he can bring a Muslim influencer or someone, but there's no prior relationship. Yeah. And have his way. Because, so, so, for example, some of the people that I've contacted, some of the people that have already said yes to coming onto the show, there is some relationship that I have with them, or they know who I am. There's, there's a personal relationship yeah. with them, um, you know, that. That Matthew Hassan doesn't have with yeah, the vast I'm intrigued to know who is he accountable to for the Muslim community. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and also as well as which one of yeah, and which one well, of, he does care because he is invited to many Muslim conventions across North America. Some of the most popular, but that ones, doesn't, but but like that, Isna and, and that's whatever, fine. But that, but, so. the, but that doesn't mean that he's necessarily connected to the grassroots community. He doesn't live amongst the grassroots community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but he he's clearly identified his Islamness in a certain way where he sure. has come on. Um, Stages like RIS in Canada yeah. and, and ISNA in in the United States. Look, so I'm just saying that that it's out there that he's not he's not one of those media personalities who's completely distanced himself from no, his no, Islamic no, identity. No, 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 he's no, very no, much. No, uh, we have to appreciate that he's, he's he's also very unadulterated and very overtly clear about his very liberal left right. left leaning ideas. Yes. Yeah, whether that be same sex marriage, whether that be LGBTQ things, right. as well as many many other things. But the point here about Mehdi Hassan, why I had to just pull you up on that. Is I remember Mehdi Hassan is someone that I know to some degree on a personal level. It was because of him, as I've already mentioned, that got me into Huffington Post. So that was a big thing. I'll always be indebted to him for that. Alhamdulillah, yeah. yeah? But Mehdi Hassan, humbly speaking, and I believe he's even said it in previous articles, he's not from the community, yeah. right? He's not lived amongst the community. He's not lived the experiences of the community. Yeah. So therefore, the level of accountability that Mehdi Hassan has to the Muslim community or communities is, responsibility and connection. is not the same that Dili and Aki would have. 100%. So, therefore, he can, and he does, and he does it very well, um, you know, brings guests on and grills them to the next levels. Yeah. And you have to understand, he has access to, obviously, you know, policy makers, uh, world leaders, etc. Yeah. And rest assured that if we had that opportunity, you know, may we, do in the coming years or not. We don't know if Blood Brother gets that big. It requires support. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah, help us get Dick Shaney on the chair. What's your What's your website uh, for to donate? www.fivepillarsuk.com forward slash donate. There you have it. And the same goes for Mad Mom Looks. Help know. us out on patreon.com backslash Mad Mom Looks. I mean, I'd I'd even go I'd even go as far as to say. That if you had to make a choice between five pillars of Mad Mamluks for donation, that oh. the money needs to go to Mad Mamluks. Oh, you're what a what a gentleman. Well, no, I'm, being, I'm being honest with you, man. Thank you so much. I'm man. being honest because appreciate something it. like Mad Mamluks is more needed in the US than it is. In... I won't disagree with that. After seeing some of the beautiful brothers and sisters I've gotten to know over the past couple of days here <laughs> in Bedford, just an amazing community. I was, so, you know, there's a little bit of jealousy, healthy jealousy, not, nothing like the Nazar, you know, yeah. where I want to destroy the community. But there's you know, some healthy and. All our glasses. Yes, and I didn't envy those. I yeah. felt bad. I mean, one of these days, you guys will see the light. <laughs> upgrade your glasses. <laughs> um, so let's. Uh, you want to close it off? How about the proverbial handing of the torch to mm. Billy? Now, but the thing is, you've missed one very important thing out, and I feel that it's a fantastic way to close the podcast. And that is, you know, a lot of podcasts have this kind of very. Uh, uh, is it quintessential kind of type of questions 
What right. kind of foods would you take on an abandoned Ooh. island? You know, or what would you? Who? What's the one or two people yeah, yeah. that you're taking like a, like a podcast, like a trademark, like a trademark question? Yeah. So you've not asked us what our trademark. What will be, be your trademark, Dilly Hussein and Aki Hussein, or the Clan Hussein? Okay, so so depending on the gender of the guests, uh, if they happen to be a male guest, we will give them three options. They have to be genuinely male. They can't identify as male on that day. Yeah. So you can't be a female that identifies as a male on the day mm. or the other can't way. Be gender biologically, fluid. Biologically yeah. male. Can't yeah. be gender fluid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Biologically male. You can be gender <clears> fluid, <throat> but you have to be biologically male for this one. Yeah. Okay. We will offer you an arm wrestle. And if you do not want to arm wrestle, then we will have a thumb war. And if you don't have a thumb war, you have to try some bond with us. So you may some may try and make the analogy that we're saying either accept Islam, pay jizya, or we fight. It won't be like that. So. How about a, a friendly thumb war? Sim has a lot of snowboarding injuries in his shoulder. Okay. So, so I, don't, I don't know. I if, challenge uh, you to a thumb war. Do you accept? I accept. Okay. Do you want to do one or best of three? Uh, one. Well, no, I, th- I think we have time for one. <laughs> to be honest. If he beats you, he, he, he has to be, I'm the final boss. One, one two, two three. three. I declare thumb war. I thought we we do that in America. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. One, two, three. Oh. Finish him. Hell, let go. One, two. One, two, three. Oh, I got you. I got you. Sim one. I think you need VAR for that. Sim, you got strong hands, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you got a metal ring on his And you got like a Seljuk arrow ring. <laughs> hey. You have very delicate hands and most weird instruments. My wife told me I have piano hands. <laughs> I do, do I do motion. Bruh, he just mashed me. Same. Same. I felt a crack. Did, okay. I, did something break? No, okay, calm down. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the outcome of that result was actually appropriate as you're handing it yes. over to us. The reason why I've not offered Aki because I think I'll get really hurt if you beat my brother and we might have to rush you. Really? That's I think true. I'd beat you. Go on then. Okay. okay. I think I'd beat you. I don't, I, I, Go on I, then. Come forward. I don't want any rira about him losing. Ring, okay? ring off. Ring, yeah, ring, ring take that off. That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that's as like, if it provides some yeah. advantage. I'm sorry, the thumbs that move, yeah. See me, it's not like this. Look at this, these okay. are actually proper man hands. Yeah, one, two, three, four. I, I declare, declare thumb war. Okay, I can't even reach your thumb. Sims Dilly, actually provide some play-by-play for the listeners, all right? No, I'm saying that Sims, ha- like, obviously you are, you seem... I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, like, you seem like you cheat. You move your arm back. Dilly, you're hurting my brother, leave him alone. Your thumbs are so big. You can't do counters, okay? That's what you're doing, you're doing counters. I'm just looking at the thumb size difference between your hands. Your thumbs are massive, Sim. Yes. Zoe, can you do something? No, he's just running away. He's he so thinks he he he, 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 he thinks he's Muhammad Ali he's with his thumb. thumb. I'm, I'm doing the thumb board. He's doing this. I can do that. Come on, try, try, try. You can't even do it. Oh, that was oh, nearly. That was nearly. Wait. One, two, three. Man, your 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 palms are sweating now. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna do a 10 second countdown. There has to I'm be something. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling he's getting tired. Go on then. Tired. You're just tiring me out. Go on then quickly. Use the opportunity. Use the opportunity. Oh, my hands are cramping now. No, do use it. Do use that. Use his weakness. Use his weakness. 
Avenge your brother. <sighs> this is like the giant fighting the. David and Goliath, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Avenge your brother. That's good. He's tiring. That's fine. Let him tire out. Let him tire out. Let him tire out. Plus, you're on your knees. Don't worry. Uh, one, two. We don't have enough time for this. No, we do. Yeah. No, that wasn't one, two, three. Zui, so finish him off. I don't care. We're gonna one, get a result. We're gonna get a result from this. We can't. We can't do it. We can't do it. So do you give up, Sim? Are you giving up, Sim? Oh, I had him. I had him. Come on, that was it. That was it. Are you giving up, Sim? Oh, it's a replay. No, no, no. Oh. Are you giving up, Sim? No, I had him. I had him. One, two, three, dude. He's, he's designing it. The viewers are seeing okay, it. Now we have to call him tag teams, okay? Tag team. We have to call him. Uh, oh, I'm going to call him my index. That's what we did in the video. Ten. <laughs> nine. Eight. Uh. One, two, no. okay. There's no way you can get me, man. Just... Okay, I'm gonna finish in 10 <sighs> seconds. It's gonna have to be doing a draw. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. One, two, three. Oh, no, 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 that was it. No, no, was no, it. no chance, no that chance. That I don't think so. That was it. Dude, that, that was, was it. We need VAR for that one. That was, that was it. Do you reckon? Yeah. I came out on three. Yeah, it was, sorry, Aki. It was a good stand, though. You actually legit. Like made me work for it. It's a workout, yeah? It was a legit <laughs> workout. Your thumbs are massive. Could you yeah, just compare hand size, please? Your thumbs are massive! No, 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 this way, this way, the colors. Maybe they're it's wider. Yeah, they're very really wide. Yeah. Anyway, so you'll be seeing a lot of that. That was, um, that was a good debut for Fungo. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And uh, for the female guests, we'll just offer this some bond. Because obviously we can't do this. Why not? Guess. There's many opinions we can find. No, no, there's no such opinion that we will accept to legitimize that. Again, Aww. maybe something to do with the states. Dude, you're such a bore. Yeah, this stuff doesn't. But anyway, in America, we would totally be on. No, okay. So. I'm just joking. Brothers and sisters, calm down, British listeners. Brothers and sisters, they already made that fear on me. Jazakallah khair for tuning in uh, to the first episode of Blood Brothers. Uh, you'll find us on YouTube, uh, both the Mad Mom Looks and the Five Players YouTube channel. Um, make sure you click like and subscribe. And if you're upset about any of the things we said, make sure you let us know in the comments below. Just use some nice language. And what's the podcast platforms that the episodes going to go up on? Madmamooks.com. You can always go over there directly. You'll see the audio version and the video version available there. And you can go on iTunes, Spotify, every single avenue that you can use to download um, podcasts in their audio form. For video, you have to go to YouTube, or you can go to our website. Or ours. Or the Five Pillars website. And if you want to say, mate? Um, you know, really happy that we finally started it. Really, really excited. Um, Simi, thank you so much for thank being um, our host and, uh, and and kicking it off for the first episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we got this whole studio well, set look, up. Yeah, and look, we're really, really excited for, uh, for what's ahead. You know, we've got, we've got some really exciting topics. Can't wait. Exciting guests. And uh, inshallah, you know... We're excited to have you guys on board and, and see this journey that's begun. I'm inshallah. glad. Yeah, inshallah. Go ahead. Jazakallah brothers and sisters. Love you to bits for the sake of Allah. Tune in next week or in the next 10 days for the next episode of the Blood Brothers Podcast. Blood Brothers Podcast. A five pillars of mad monologues production.